0: Not so brief COVID-19 update, Monday, July 13th, 2020, reopening K through 12 schools. So much of the pandemic discussion these days is centered on the trillion dollar question, what about schools reopening this fall? It's certainly a topic worthy of a book, yet book volumes have already been written about it. I'll share a few brief perspectives on K through 12, non-boarding, school reopening, with a focus on the issues of their relationship to community transmission, application of known strategies, and the emerging evidence of COVID-19 among school-aged children. First, reopening schools is heavily dependent on how much COVID-19 transmission there is in the state or community. While there are no clear criteria for the case incidence, test positivity rate, and or hospitalization or death incidents needed for schools to reopen safely, experience in other countries indicate that school outbreaks are more likely to occur if there is significant community transmission. For instance, reopening of schools in Norway, Japan and Denmark all reopened in April, where there was low community transmission did not result in an increases in COVID-19 or school outbreaks. However, community transmission at the time of school reopening was higher in Germany, South Korea, and Israel. In Germany, there was increased transmission among students, though not staff. South Korea reopened schools in late May, with distancing and masking required. However, due to increased community transmission, they have had some outbreaks in schools and have had to close some down. Israel reopened schools in early May, along with restaurants and most businesses, Because of crowded conditions, they cannot maintain physical distancing in schools, though they require masking of those older than 7 years old. They have experienced school outbreaks and are relying on testing, isolation, and quarantining, and closing schools with an outbreak. For the most part, schools in all three of these countries have remained open, despite outbreaks. Interestingly, some countries that reopen schools early have stated that schools should be the first non-essential sector to open up, since schools and daycares is from a found former foundation for the rest of the economy. With schools closed, parents' jobs and the rest of the workforce are jeopardized, are jeopardized. Other countries, such as Taiwan and Sweden, never closed schools, since the evidence, even in March, was that school-aged children are not at high risk for severe disease and are not major transmitters of the infection. They also felt that schools are an essential service. It is an interesting question some countries pose. Should schools be reopened before hair salons, indoor dining, and restaurants, casinos, and bars? Second, there are known effective strategies that should be considered in any sector, including schools. They include face coverings, masking, physical distancing, including keeping especially um, apart indoor spaces less crowded, Maintaining some distance between students while sitting in classroom, not allowing any large classes, closing gathering spaces such as staff break rooms, limiting the number of students to cohort in such areas as the libraries, gyms, and playgrounds, having students eat lunch in their classroom, not allowing indoor group singing or exercise. Barriers to keep people apart when distancing is not possible, e.g. plexiglass barriers between students when sitting at tables. Hand hygiene. hygiene, requiring all students and staff to wash or sanitize hands upon arrival before eating, after eating, and reapplying a mask after touching frequently touched services such as playground equipment, etc. Cohorting, keeping the same group of students and staff together all day every day they are in school, and scheduling separate times for each cohort for an area of the playground, gym, and library. Screening, e.g. screening for symptoms upon arrival or through an app. Testing, isolation, quarantine. Testing and isolating those with symptoms, conducting contact tracing and quarantining for those who are exposed. Environmental strategies, such as regular cleaning of frequently touched services and increasing air ventilation and filtration when when easily possible. And keeping the virus out of schools by only allowing essential personnel into them. How these strategies are applied varies a great deal across countries. You can think of each strategy as a layer of protection. The more layers you can build into the school setting, the more protected everyone is. However, some layers may be practical for some schools and in some cultures and not for others. Some examples. In France, schools have reopened since mid-June and for younger ones since May. They have applied masking and distancing differently depending on the age. There are no physical distancing rules for kindergarten children within their class cohorts. In primary schools of 3 feet 1 meter physical distancing rule is recommended in middle school when the one meter distancing is not possible students are required to wear a mask masking is required for high school students there is an emphasis on cohorting and environmental strategies such as disinfecting surfaces and ventilation in Denmark schools were reopened for young students in mid-April and for all ages by early May there is no masking of students or teachers However, there is a strong emphasis on maintaining small cohorts of about 12 students, with a cohort of students and teachers not having contact with other cohorts to the extent possible. For instance, a cohort may have its own schedule time and space on the playground and for dismissal onto buses. Students' desks are kept six feet apart. Single-topic teachers, such as those teaching art or music, sometimes have their own multi-topic cohort in order to maintain small class sizes. Gyms and other spaces are used for classrooms. Some schools have split days, the first half for the younger students and the second half for the older students, in order to maintain small numbers of students and staff inside the school. Students and staff are asked to wash their hands hourly. Of note, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, and Switzerland also do not require masking in schools, but also emphasize these other strategies. Germany reopened schools in early May with strict physical distancing of 6 feet in classrooms with no more than 10 students. As a result, the two cohorts of students share a classroom, with each cohort attending one half day in person, with online lessons the other half. A few schools are routinely testing students and staff every four days, and allowing those of the negative test to attend school without a face mask. Taiwan, Japan, and South Korea emphasize barriers, such as tabletop plexiglass partitions between students face masks, temperature screening upon entry, and open windows to improve ventilation. Third, there is a growing body of evidence related to the impact and transmission of COVID-19 among school-aged children. As the science provides us a clearer lens, this will need to further inform the reopening and continued opening of schools. So far, studies indicate that children may be less likely to infect others, and this may be especially true of young children, Schools do not seem to play a major role in community transmission. Rates of COVID-19 infection are lower for children than for adults. And, if exposed, children may be less likely to become infected with COVID-19. I'll try to post at a later time review of some of the literature leading to these assertions. Regardless of the emerging science, one thing is very clear. The level of activity of COVID in Maine and New England, and even in southern Maine, is lower than countries that have successfully reopened schools. However, that is not true for most of the much for must? Oh my gosh! However, that is not true for much of the rest of the country, especially in Southwest and increasingly, the Midwest. The key to reopening schools is to maintain low levels of viral activity in our communities. Therefore, the key to reopening schools is in each of our hands. It is to maintain the three W's: wear a mask, wash our hands, and watch our distance. Enjoy this precious time of summer. <clears throat> But please be careful and vigilant. This, vir- this virus is schooled in ways the world was not prepared for, and we are still learning about it. I believe K-12 through schools can be reopened safely, and have done so in many countries. But it will take the efforts of all of us across our communities to make it happen.